Hello, Sparklers. You'll find this episode was recorded on October 22nd, directly after Taylor Swift's album drop this year. And in this episode, you'll hear co-host Michael say that it sounds like a Tina Fey sketch when Taylor Swift says sexy babies in Antihero. Come to find out shortly after that, it straight up is from 30 Rock. And because we're doing narcissism disguised as altruism here as a classic on this podcast we just wanted to let you all know that you know we were right so enjoy the episode Sparkling Nonsense, a place for 90s thoughts, intense nostalgia, growing up gifted, pop culture, and cake. I'm Claire. And I'm Michael. And are you ready for it? This week, D-Swift released a new album. And like it or not, we're going to dive into the Midnight album, including some commentary from the 3AM bonus album and all that it entails because um, we have thoughts the internet has thoughts tiktok has thoughts you've probably heard everyone's opinion but now we're gonna give you ours you're welcome because there's nothing more sparkling nonsense than some tea swift she's so, like a pinnacle part of our childhood so what's your overall growth. opinion on taylor um here's the thing is that i'm pretty sure that i am taylor swift's target market like, I, like, whether that's a good or a bad thing, I literally wrote it down in my notes as I'm listening to this, and I think about, like, her past releases and just, like, how her whole trajectory, like, from where she started mm-hmm. and where things went. Like, I'm literally her target market. I am, like, is she an only child? No, Do you she know? has a brother. Does she? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I just feel like I I match her energy all the time and it's so frightening and like the fact you know because she's 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 clearly i also wrote down t swift been making art not just music these days am i the target market is what i wrote in my notes because she's like a cryptic writer with beautiful prose and she's like more than just an a pop artist at this point and i just I don't even know any other way to explain it. Like, I am that person. Yeah. And as much as I sometimes claim that I'm not or don't want to be, like, I'm I'm the person who wants the vinyl player and the the incense that she talks about in fucking Maroon, where it's yeah. like, um, I'm just so, like, kind of edgy, but also, like, cryptic and scary. And she's who I want to be. She's literally who <laughs> when, I want to be. Mastermind came out, listeners, Claire was like, I am the lyrics to Mastermind. I and literally, I was like, literally same. But I was, we're just, like, egomaniac. He's like, like egomaniac, but like super insecure, but also, and like, think you have it all, but everyone's already like onto you and like creative and, you know, wanting, I I think she's a non-evil, evil genius. Like, I love her. She is a genius. Like, over the years I've realized Taylor Swift is... 
like a gifted genius. The like, fact that there are like all of these TikTok ploys about these conspiracy, like whether they're true or not, she knows what she's, she's doing true. to make the public she, think this about her. She's amazing. She had lyrics for one of the songs in a commencement speech she gave she gave in like June or July. Like, lyrics from this album yes. that she held on to, and she would just put all these little clues out what like I mean. years ahead, like in the red, like in the. Uh, red 10 minute video for whatever the song was yep. and she like, had the book out and so it's like great she's gonna like start to like throw a book out eventually but she yes. like, drop she like, drops little breadcrumbs everywhere this is what I mean like she is like the person that I aspire to be whether I want that or not yeah she is like my inner soul so like even if I'm gonna be critical of some things it's exactly how I would be to myself yeah we're gonna we're gonna critique it but we love we're, we're the, big fans of everything she does yeah uh, before her creativity we, is amazing yeah and i'm like we can do a whole other taylor swift episode too but like what is your favorite taylor swift album <sighs> okay i except for the song lover because it, uh, it's sappy i love lover Lover's i knew you were gonna pick that up <laughs> i knew it that you is did. such <laughs> your like aesthetic too yeah. um so mine is speak now which Ooh, is so interesting, interesting. because I, I like it has that. a little bit more of her like old roots of like country vibe, yeah. but I really like folk, like indie folk mm-hmm. music. That's mm-hmm. like a genre that gets me. But I think part of the reason I love Speak Now is because it is another like thing that just brings me back to my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And like the transitions between eighth grade and high school is when I listen to that album like on repeat. I thought you were going to say back to December. <laughs> it brings me back to, unfortunately it brings me back to August, but it does yeah. bring me back to December. Yeah. So, um, literally, like, I don't know why, like, I'm forever obsessed with that album when she does her own release of it. I'm going to lose my absolute mind. That's when you get the vinyl. Uh, that's when you get, that's the I'm gonna you get, get the vinyl for. One day I'm going to be, I'm going to get a vinyl player. And Rory's going to be like, get out of here with your hipster nonsense. And I'm going to be like, can That's you just okay. put the vinyl we on and have, start dancing around in a big fi- skirt? We can have finer things time. Ooh, it's just us listening to vinyls. Having champagne. Having champagne. Having, having champagne problems. Yeah, yeah. We do have a lot of champagne There's problems. so many Taylor Swift lyrics oh, that we can just, use in real life. See? She's a genius. She's, my favorite song from... Um, Lover is Paper Rings. I love Ooh, Paper Rings. That's a it's great so song. good. Yeah. It's so good. Well, so we need to calm down. We need to calm down. Um, <laughs> and talk about Midnight's. But um, yeah, we could go on and on about yeah. T-Swift. She is just phenomenal. Um, but I do have thoughts about this album. Yeah. Both positive and negative. Yeah. So should we just go track by track? Cause I, that is how I wrote notes. Okay. Um, the only thing I wrote, so track number one, Lavender Haze. I don't, I don't know if I get it. See, that's on TikTok. <laughs> all the conspiracy theories were like, "This is the song that t-, when she like announced the drops." Like, she, um, for those of you that don't that live under a rock, um, she was <laughs> announcing the song titles with like her answering a phone on TikTok and reviewing. The sound or revealing the song titles, oh, which I think that's cute. I'm gonna cut back. No, sorry, I'm making this an editing nightmare for you. But when the phone, like when she puts up the phone, I think because remember in Reputation she says the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now because yes. she's dead. This album is very reminiscent of her older stuff. I Shut think up. I think that was intentional. She's I think so that was smart. intentional. I, so if you don't know me, I love symbolism more than anything in the entire world. She really My, does. I was so good at rhetorical analysis in school. Like if I could make a career just doing that I like 
Oh, song analysis, prose mm-hmm. analysis. Taylor Swift has it all for me. Like, uh, I can't with that. That's yeah. incredible. I think I, I just have this feeling that that's it though because it sounds can, like the older album. It sounds like more like those albums, dude. I'm losing it. I can't. That's fabulous. But I don't get Lavender Haze. So I think what I heard um, that it was a term coined in the 1950s. Um, they would say that you're in a lavender haze. There were some people that some scholars considered it like that was like a coding for um, if you were a lesbian. I don't know oh. if that's a fact, but that's like what I've heard. Interesting. But then, so there was a lot of talk on TikTok that, oh, Taylor's going to come out. Like my like friend and colleague and listener to the podcast, Rachel and I were talking about it. She said, do you think this is like, is there anything like gay about this album? And I was like, I don't think so. I, um, I, but that's where people thought that term came from. But I think it's a, I just think it's a song about like being in love and being like. I, th- I took Lavender Haze like rose colored glasses. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it, but that's interesting. Well, because now there is all that speculation about her sexuality, which like leave people alone. No, Does it matter? No. no, because nobody's sexuality matters at all. Yeah. And so why, like, even if she is bi or she is yeah. whatever she yeah. identifies as, like, like, who cares? Just let her like live her life. Yeah, but she's just like de- everyone else. She definitely put that song title in there just to. St- we love, I love that. Stirs she's the pot. She's, she wants people to freak out like this, and I, I'm obsessed it's, it's with it. I don't know. As yeah, a opening like, song on an album, I was like, it literally yeah. gets so much better from there. Yeah, I just thought that I was always, weak. I've skipped it now every time. Yeah. I put the album on. Yeah. Past like 24, 48 hours. Oh yeah. But maroon, on the other hand. You mean the song where she names all the colors of red? <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my notes. <laughs> this is the song she, where she names all the colors of red. Aroha. She didn't go with any other languages. I guess not. But she was like rust, maroon, scarlet, <laughs> um, burgundy. I can't. I do, um, I do really like that song, though. I like the color maroon. Um, <laughs> the opening lyric of maroon where she says, sweeping the incense ashes off your record player. I was like... I literally wrote down, this is me and I wish that it wasn't. Like, this is the aesthetic I wish that I had and I wish I didn't want that. Yeah. Like, I was um, like, oh. Literally 16-year-old me was going like, yes. (laughs) The ashes and the futon and we're so quirky and different. Like, I can't. I love it. You would have taken a picture on Instagram with your boyfriend at the time and on a futon with incense. I know that you would have done that. I know. And now I'm going to, like, try to take one now and Rory's just going to look at me like, that's awesome for you, and leave the room. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. I uh, did say she missed the opportunity to use the word cherry red because there's a lot of symbolism in cherries. Oh. And then I loved, um, well, loved and was very confused by carnations you thought were roses. That's us. I'm like, who thinks carnations are roses? <laughs> You're dating an idiot. <laughs> Your boyfriend is dumb. (laughs) I was like, those flowers don't even look the same. Like, not even a little bit. And you, like, get a new dude. This guy says. (laughs) Like, that's us. That's you. No, it's not. You're an idiot. Uh, The the next track is Antihero, which has the dumbest lyric of all time. And, but then I watched the music video and I thought it was hilarious. What is the lyric? It was, what, oh. It's like, is it everyone else is like a little baby. No, <laughs> like, I wrote that, that one down because I don't what is like the, it. What is the exact lyric? It's, everyone is sexy babies and I'm a monster on a hill. <laughs> but I don't like the, the term, term sexy babies. 
at all. <laughs> it reminds like, me of... And the way she says it makes me... She's like, sexy babies. And I'm like... It reminds me of a Tina Fey line that Tina Fey would write in <laughs> no, one of her shows. Like, mean Girls, where Karen's like, I'm a sexy mouse. And I was like, everybody is a sexy baby. Like, that's all. I was like, Tina Fey write this song? I get that she's yeah. saying, like, you know, she feels, like, older and not quite fitting in with, like, the hot young people. But, like, sexy babies sounds perverted to me. And they mm-hmm. don't like it. And I found it an upsetting term. And I did also write that down. Did you see, though, in the video when she's, like, a giant and she, like, crawls into the dollhouse and everyone is, like, really <laughs> sad? Um, but that's yes. really funny. I feel like, I get it. I, that, yeah, I, that song is, like, the insecure millennial anthem. Mm-hmm. And also with the music video coupled in, it's exactly, because mm-hmm. she is literally, like, drinking her problems away, which is, like, a stereotype of yeah. our generation, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I, I wrote down that this song is like a millennial anthem. Yes. I love the, it's my narcissism disguised mm-hmm. as altruism. And I hate that that was the next line after the sexy baby yes, thing. I was because like, I hate beautiful that lines, but then right before it is like the dumb, like Tina Fey like broke into your brain and said something dumb. Well, like, <laughs> but also like, it's like a Tina Fey line that like, it, it's a weird skit she made on 30 Rock or something. And then you made it into this like poetic statement yeah. and you can't because it's nonsense um but then narcissism disguised as altruism is sparkling and mm-hmm. everything I that i am as a yeah. person i yeah. guess because i'm yeah. a sociopath i yeah. think um yeah. but yeah we do have to address the fact that she made a mistake in that video what she do she put fat on the scale oh yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. we have like i have to say my piece is yeah, that yeah. like she should have used. She should have put the word wrong. Mm-hmm. Like if because if you would put wrong, what that implies is whatever number it pops up as is never going to be right. And mm-hmm. then you also you're not saying fat because that's not an okay word. Yeah. To use like we're trying to move past that as a yeah. society. And but if you put wrong, it speaks to the insecurity of like that's I'm so never going to be the right way. She should have called you. Yeah. I'm just like welcome to my TED talk. I'm available for consulting on any future symbolic music video moves, Taylor. Thanks. <laughs> I love that. That's accurate. Yeah, that was a little jarring. I do hope my kids say that she's laughing at me from hell at my funeral. Oh, and then the music video, it killed killed me. It's it's like Mike Barbiglia, whatever his name is. And then two other comedians that are like playing her kids. And it's so funny. The skit was like... And Rachel told me about it. I was like, that makes, what are you talking about? I was like, that makes no sense. I know. I thought it was hilarious. Like, it was so funny. When they're like, she left her entire beach house to be a cat sanctuary. <laughs> Cats don't even like the beach. I was like, same, Taylor. <laughs> I would also do this. So funny. Loved it. So I like that song, but also like, I also hate the like millennials or alcoholic stereotype. It yeah. irritates yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. But maybe that's just because I worked in treatment. Well, but is, it still that makes me mad. In treatment. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, like, do see a lot of young clientele yeah. in the treatment these days. But anyway, whatever. It's pretty good. The net song is the funniest thing ever. Oh, my God. Right now yes. Snow on the Beach with Lana Del Rey. And usually, I don't know if Sparkling Nonsense knows this, but I hate Lana Del Rey with a passion. I also hate Lana. La- I don't care for Lana Del Rey, <laughs> right. is what I wrote. Like, I Controversial opinions. Would, I couldn't even tell that she was on it. Like, 
I would she just doing backup? She's like, I don't know. Does she do the like, in the background? Uh, like the swoopy like, sounds? I also wrote swoopy. The Enya whale whales? Oh, God. I, I also, yeah, that's our controversial opinion this time. Here we go. Like, yeah. I don't like Lana Del Rey. And I think the vinyl lover in me is supposed to. I don't care I don't for her. I don't like her. her. Her whole energy is annoying. Yeah. Not, she's not, she's, she's like not bad. good. She's flat all the time. Thank you. Um, but the song, I loved Surprisingly, it's very it's nice. like, it gives me like Sarah Bareilles early vibes. Yeah, a bit. like but, back to like gravity and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I texted you and I posted this on all my social media. So and funny. It's the this thing. is the funniest this thing. The funniest thing. Um, like if you listen to it, I really think that this song is gonna be in all advanced women's high school choirs. Like yes. For Christmas time or the spring, everyone's gonna do snow on the beach because it just so it's easy and it fits it around. And out. it works really good the, for a women's choir oh, to do parts alto, too. The altos were like snow on the beach. Da 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 The sopranos are like snow on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Like they're going back and forth, yep. and, like, and they're little scarves, like holding a candle. Like, oh it's my just god! Like, it's so, You're more, like, so right. It's, That's like, so, so funny. funny. So I will be making an arrangement for this song because um, it's just it needs to be. It's, so funny in my brain and that's all I can hear I love how our brains work too because there are so I I have notes on several like I can see the dance piece that is choreographed in the costume and like you're like okay this is a choir song this is what a kid does in the talent show like it is so funny how our experience translates when we listen to music like yeah, yeah. But oh. that's so accurate. The women's and like they're gonna be all here for it. I loved the line. Now I'm all for you, like Janet, in Snow on the Beach. Um, cool. Like Janet Jackson's "All for You." Oh. Um, shout out to Sparkling Nonsense right oh, there. I she says, "Now song. I'm all for you, like Janet." And I was like, wow. "Yay! Look at that. That's oh. fun." Wow, I didn't even catch that. What's the name of the next song? You're on your own, kid. It's a John Green novel, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very that's proud of my we, notes. That's all that needs to be said. On um, that it's song. a contender for my favorite. Oh really? It's, it's a for, for me because it's it's me. Yeah. Like it's me. It's a John Green novel, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, what the fuck? All of a sudden, she's like, "I'm standing here in a blood-soaked gown." I was like, "Wait a minute!" I know. I, that <laughs> was the John Wait. Like it wasn't like my mental illustration of the song was not working. It said, "I'm in a blood-soaked gown." And I was like, "What's happening, you, Taylor?" I like it. the song was Are so not right? about anything like that, and I was like, "Did she get carried? Like, what is going on?" <laughs> um, and then I also wrote, "I think I mastermind, but I'm probably this one actually." <laughs> I'm very interested to see what the music video is going to be for this. Okay, you better explain, explain the blood-soaked gown because yeah. I was like, "Wait, where did that come from?" Um, love it. Love it. Um, Midnight Rain is the bop of all bops. Oh, it's bop, beautiful. Bop, bop, um, bop. Her auto tune sounds like Cher. <laughs> Cher was on the album. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, whoa, Cher on this album. It is a, it's a friggin' bop though. It is, yeah. a, it is a really bop. All the like, all the sad people on Instagram and my, <laughs> my friends are like, this is my favorite one. Of course. Um, no offense to my friends, but yeah. I, it's <laughs> I also love one my of friends. my favorite ones too. It's very good. Um, question. Ooh, I answered all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it. yes, probably, no, I guess neither. Um, because she asks four questions in the chorus. She's like, have you ever been kissed in a room with a bunch of people? Yes. 
while all your friends were making fun of you, I was like, I don't know, probably. And then she says, and then, but then they all started clapping too. And I said, no. And she says, did you run away in the middle of the night? Do you wish that you had fought more or something? And I was like, neither. And then I wrote Quinn Fabray. <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is about her relationship with Diana Agron? Thank just, you. Uh, or just like an episode of Glee. Like, yes. Both. <laughs> Like, I, was like <laughs> I started describing this as like I was answering all those questions in my head and I was like no in all contexts except when I was on stage in a beautiful like, and then they probably they were all, making fun of us yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote can I ask you a question because I thought that was funny or something so ask Taylor a question I guess <laughs> okay <sighs> fuck so funny it's good though I liked it it literally like Lavender Haze was in eh, I thought I had a lot of like critical feelings about Maroon but even though it was p- cool I really wanted it to I be I just think Adam it got Levine. better and better I wanted it to be about Adam Levine so Ooh, bad That's or like fine. the random drummer from Maroon 5 <laughs> some guy named Tony Tony sure um yeah, okay, vigilante shit. Um, opening line, I wrote, okay, yep. Yeah. Where she's like, draw the cat eye strong enough to kill a man. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen her TikTok with that? It's no. It's so cool, because she's like, she like pops out of the screen. <laughs> and then she's like in black and white, like Chicago vibes, and then she like pops, and it's, like, it's like Mardi Gras. Love her. <laughs> yeah, that was very um, cool. This is a contemporary piece, and there's leather leggings and a strappy top. <laughs> It's a it's a funky contemporary and it's it's a dark contemporary piece with leather leggings and a strappy top. Oh my God. It is. Oh God. And then I wrote Batman. You said Batman. Batman, because he's a vigilante. <laughs> and then I wrote, I love the lyric "Thick as thieves" with your ex-wife. Yes, please. When are the, my theory is that this is gonna come out like when she does a deluxe deluxe. Like midnight number two uh-huh. or whatever, the Heim sisters are gonna be on this. Oh, I thought it was about of, Kim K. Well, it is, oh. but the Heim sisters are gonna sing it like they did on her out, song on folklore that's or fun. whatever the hell. Yep. Yeah. I do like that. But that's my theory. I do think Kim K and Taylor should be friends. I think that'd be fun for them. The, probably. But one day. They, well, now they probably know. both hate Kanye. So. That's what I mean. That's what, that's. I think that's what she's talking but about. Like, Kim is like not smart though. Like, Taylor's so smart. Yeah, that's How true. How could they be friends? I don't know. Like, I don't Maybe know. it's like a manipulation thing. Yeah. Ooh, Taylor. Taylor, knows. get on it. That's t- fun. T- <laughs> <laughs> Making your enemy. Me talking to the computer like Taylor Swift is on the podcast with us. She's like, hey. just that relatable. Hey. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Um, bejeweled. I wrote the computer game. <laughs> that's what my thought I can't hear that word without thinking that. That's sparkling nonsense vibes. Um, it this song is sparkling nonsense Leo vibes energy. too because it's got gifted problems where she says <laughs> I did all the extra credit and they got graded on the curve. I was like, oh, oh yes. Uh, um, also, some guy said my aura's moonstone just because he's high is a hilarious lyric. Uh, She's so good. So funny. I yeah, I quite enjoyed that song. Labyrinth. It's a lyrical piece. The costume's a really light blue dress with a long mesh skirt that's also light blue. 
Also, my grandma's afraid of elevators is a note I wrote because I think she says something about stuck in an elevator. I was once stuck on an elevator <laughs> on a cruise ship. And I, had, oh, that's awful. I had an anxiety attack. And then I was stuck place. with this old lady in the elevator. One and she thing pressed, about me is... And she pressed the button. Went, she was like, sir, this man is having an anxiety attack. Someone hurry. That's a terrible experience. And so I was afraid of elevators for a long time. I've, I've moved past that fear. But... <laughs> So the same. I also was afraid of elevators. Uh, <laughs> elevate this podcast with some fun personal anecdote. Oh my god. I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> it's okay. What a terrible place to get stuck in an elevator, like also trapped in the ocean. No I thanks. Know. I don't know. <laughs> the oxygen is gonna go out real fast. Yikes. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. It's very scary. It's a fun moment. Um that's fun though. Labyrinth was pretty. Yeah. I literally, I think they all just got better after Lavender Haze. <laughs> Claire does not. This is I Lavender did, Haze. I also didn't like Maroon that much. I know that. I, I yeah. should like it more, but I didn't. Um, okay, this, I have thoughts on this one. It's vibey as hell, though. What, for Karma? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I think this song was written for the Karma album that was never recorded. Like, I'm with it, you. It was written at the time when she was like literally 19 because it sounds like a 19-year-old's problem. It's a young person's <laughs> song. It's like, I, I put vibey as hell because it's very like yeah. young people to me. Yeah, but it's like very much like, I'm a teen and my parents don't like the person I'm dating. <laughs> Let me go out after 11 downtown with my secret boyfriend. It's very much that vibe. Yep. And, and everyone on TikTok, all the Gen Z people are on TikTok are like, oh my god, this is the best song ever. Um, which naturally, when you and I took the What Midnight Song Are You quiz, we both got karma. I hate that um, about us. I know, but then I was like, unfortunately, again, it's one of those things where I'm like, I think I masterminded this problem. I do like, though, like... Karma's totally cool with me because I'm a good person, and yeah. the reason you don't like karma is because you suck. That's like a, I'm all about that attitude. Yeah, that's more of a mastermind attitude. Than I like, guess so. Maybe I'm really not that good I, person. I, I did well, same though. But I didn't like the karma thing because I don't want a cat in my lap because I don't like. Oh, cats. see, I was like, I have a cat, and it's you furring. Like As I'm listening to it, I'm like petting my cat. Like, yes, same. <laughs> so maybe that's a me thing. I think it is. Yeah, um, but normally I don't like... I don't know. I also wrote a random note on the side of all of this of why is it my instinct to be cynical immediately every time she starts a song. I'm like, this is stupid. And then I'm like, I love it. You're two sides. You're, you're a complicated person. I'm a mess. <laughs> um, Meppy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, last Meppy week with Meppy. You're, I'm a Meppy You're Meppy. You're Meppy. Um, so sweet nothing. I wrote, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Same. It's like the vanilla of. Um, of it's really pretty. I like And it gives me though. folklore vibes. Yeah. Like, I loved well, listening to that on, like, the producer- I would do work to that music. Because yeah. <laughs> it just made me feel, like, really nice in the morning and yeah. it put me in a better mood. So, this is another song like that for me. So, I was like, uh, it's nice. It's, it's, it's comforting. It's the same producer as the bonus tracks, the 3 a.m. tracks were done uh-huh. by the folklore producer. Okay. And the main album I just thought it was a comforting song. I just thought it was like a comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. That's I was pretty. like, that's nice that you're humming in the kitchen. I don't, yeah, I don't really care. 
like great. I, that's where I wrote. Why is it my instinct to be cynical and probably because I'm just like. Eh. But then Mastermind was released just for us. Yes. Um. I wrote no notes. This is such a cute story. How I feel and the bridge is literally me. Slay. Like the bridge <laughs> of the song where she's like. Now I've forgotten what the bridge says. But anyway, whatever the lyrics in the bridge are, apparently I identified with deeply. But it's literally us, like, I thought about everything, and I planned all of this, and it's not fate. Thank you. Um, And then, 3 a.m., Yes. she released, like, she had been posting all this cryptid stuff on Instagram, and she was like, Love her. 3 a.m., you'll get a chaotic surprise. (laughs) And, like, all my friends and then my coworkers were like, this was not a chaotic surprise. This is it was just not extra chaotic songs yeah, at wait. three in the morning. Like my friend was like, "It's a double album," and then I was like, "No, it's seven songs." Yeah, it's not a double. I wanted Taylor Swift, Taylor's version, because I'm in Tech Week, and an antsy rock version of "Picture to Burn" is just what I wanted, and I didn't Ooh, get it. So I'm that would be sad. Great. But the, I liked the three AM songs almost more than the original album. Yeah. Um, like the you know, I know you haven't listened to it yet, but the Dear Reader is like. Taylor Swift's Jane Eyre, I'm which so is in- just so good. I'm so interested in that. Oh, so good. And then I also like the names of the songs mm-hmm. on it too. The Great War supposedly is about her, like, is about Scooter Braun taking her rights for her songs. Ooh, and so it's really interesting. That's fabulous. Paris is just Paris vibes, right? Um, yeah, bigger than the whole sky is cute, almost Maine romantic vibes. I was like, see, if I remounted almost Maine now, I would do my original also a John to Green do novel. Swift lyrics with between all the songs. Okay, that's my fun. students would hate me, but uh, yeah, but that's fun. That is fun. Um, Glitch is interesting because she put the she put the music to Glitch into her like trailer for one of the re-releases for like the 1989 re-release she put glitch in before we even knew that glitch was a god thing. that's so cool. so cool she's so cool yeah yeah shoot shoot <laughs> and what have could have should have is just a good teen angst song yes my theory is like yes. about losing your virginity love that but it's like it's just a good song it is like no but i agree with you it is like angsty and it makes yeah. you feel spread away good vibes the woulda coulda shoulda mouth your version Yikes. <laughs> oh, no. Leah Michelle's not allowed Wouldn't to sing these the, songs. Oh, no, 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 no. Please don't do that. Okay. You're you're a star, Leah. You know we're, unfortunately, for some reason, in your corner. So just stick with your own thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's midnight. Midnight. Meet me at midnight. I Also, you know, part of me was also like, stop saying midnight and all your fucking songs. And well, I was like, well, Claire, it's okay. Album. <laughs> See, I'm... I'm my... Instinct is to be critical and cynical. And I was like, yeah. stop saying it. We get it. Even though, again, 10 years ago, I'd have been like, she keeps saying midnight. Isn't that fun? It's like, they said the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> yep. Right, that in Arrested Development when he's like, you know, they don't grow up there. Arrested Development. And the narrator goes, hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> I said, was it, me? was it Taylor Swift that we said should date Jason Bateman? Or was that Jennifer Lawrence? In one episode, we said one of them should date Jason Bateman. I don't know, I don't but listeners, if you like remember that, tell us that, because that, I could see either one. Yeah. I like Joe Alwyn, though. She seems happy with him. There's a whole... Who? That's Taylor's boyfriend that she's I only like pay attention to Taylor. To the music. Who, what is his... To the Joe music? Joe Alwyn. What does he do? He's an actor. He's That's a freak. He was in that weird favorite movie with Emma Stone and Olivia Colman where they were lesbian queens. Oh, that's fun. Um, 
But they've been together for a long time. There's a really fun article on BuzzFeed, because I'm a millennial. Um, <laughs> that, like, it's a Taylor Swift expose of like all her albums and the boys she was dating at the time, and it's like, really long. I literally I love that so much, because Back to December is about Taylor Lautner. Uh-huh. And in that article, I found out that she he was backstage with her after Kanye like did the stole okay. from her, and like that, and she, like he like comforted her, and I was like, that's so mean. Like that's just that was just the meanest thing ever. Okay, it so was so bad. Here's the thing, though, that this is why there are so many things with Taylor that like are just our entire growing up yeah life. Like that was terrible and rude, and it doesn't even actually make sense, no. but it was iconic. Yeah, like. I, I, Gen Z doesn't get like as I feel like I've made the joke recently where I'm like I'm gonna let you finish like it's so funny it was so funny like we made skits about it in our high school assemblies like well, it was on SNL like it was we planned, everything we planned those skits like the day after it happened like, yeah like, at first because we were in student senate together and then we the next day we all talked about it for like an yeah. hour in class it was and just skit so out of it. Because it was so like and people had different opinions and like I was like, <laughs> mad because people in the Senate were like, Beyonce's the best. And I was like, Yes, also I mean that was rude. And she should have and Taylor is great too, and she should have won, but wait, you don't just do that. I know, but I I mean it was that. just like it was a freaking moment. Like yeah. I'd obviously I don't th- um, that year, I do think I felt that Beyonce's album should have won, but I also think whatever happened, happened, yeah. and Kanye doesn't need to get up on the stage and dude. do that. Kanye is a crazy person, and I worry for him oh my God. because he's sick. Um, like, he's, he's sick. Yeah. If you could just release music and then crawl back into your dark, <laughs> twisted fantasy cave, like, please, thank you. <laughs> dark, twisted fantasy cave. Well, because the album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, is very good. So uh, he should just go oh. stay in there and not come back. And yeah. that was the joke. I, I um, <laughs> anyway, sorry, Taylor, we can't talk about Kanye in your podcast because he's a nightmare. But yeah, like, I'm trying to find this article about Taylor's oh, boyfriend and her you. albums because I, I love that. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, I, I really am just going to be w- eagerly waiting for the re-releases. I oh do love gosh. this album, though. Yeah. It's better than Evermore. Um, it is better than Evermore. I like Folklore a lot. I loved not... Folklore, and it was like, to release that in the fall was also like yeah. beautiful and perfect. We and it was the, really the first time, I think, <laughs> when we just saw her be like a poet. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I meant. Like, she's not just like making songs and music. Like, if you took her lyrics out and put them in a book, it would be poetry. Like, she's yeah. really she, talented. And she, what I, the mark of a good artist for me is that she changes. Everything yes. is different. Yeah. Everything she does is different. It's not like, as much as I, last week I mentioned the Megan Trainer album that I love, but I was like, it's the same album as all of her other albums. Like, yeah. There's no difference. Yeah. But this one, it was like, oh, shit. No, I so totally good. agree. Like, there's lots of, like, bands and stuff that I like. Like, even, like, Revolution. I'm like, at this point, all of your songs sound exactly the same. Yeah. And that's annoying to me. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like I don't like it, but what she does, she does something different in every song, every time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think she's super talented, and I, I can't wait to see what ha what happens next. I know. See, she just she keeps us all on our toes, and that's like another stroke of genius. Yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, and Amazon is going to be releasing all those music videos like for every song, so we will report back on the weirdness and gloriousness yes. of the music videos. Yes, we'll definitely have to bring it up. Love that. So with all that said, um, I do want to give a quick mid-episode shout out to our new follower. Um, my good friend Lewis followed Hi, us Lewis. on Instagram. Thank you so much. Um, since we also, I know he listens on Google Podcasts and we finally got up on there because I was having trouble with the technology because I'm an elderly person as we've talked about. Uh. So thank you. Thank you for following us. Um, and thank you to all the people who liked our prom picture. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my favorite thing because it's so, the level of awkwardness. It's so Number weird. one, like, I'm, like, teen who, like, doesn't want to, like, touch anybody. <laughs> and so I was, like, so not, like... But the angle that the my angle mother took bad. it from is, like... We're, oh, we're in bad army colors. Yes. Like, together. Oh, it was I know. Bad, I think we talked weird. about it last yeah. week, too, but... It's uh, just, it's still funny. At school for picture retakes to inspire kids to do picture retakes, my boss had teachers like take pictures from their school pictures and like, <laughs> put them on posters all over the school. I forgot I to submit that. mine, but it was very clever and very funny. Well, and that's such, I mean, it, it's our nostalgia podcast, yeah. so we got to throw it back yeah. to when we were experiencing this stuff. Oh, God. Um, Bless. What's your sparkling nonsense of the week? Ooh. Um, another reality show one for you. I think I told you about this yeah. too, but the new host of Ink Master is Joel Madden. Like, oh my god, Charlotte. Which I literally, I keep like making Good Charlotte references whenever he does something weird, and Rory didn't listen to Good Charlotte, and I think oh. I, I literally went, what kind of elder emo are you? And like stormed out of the room because <laughs> he didn't listen. To I but we have to do something and be like, that's album. not very lifestyles of the uh, rich and famous of you, Joel. Or, you know, girls like boys and girls like cars and money. And uh, I'll just say it every time he does anything. But he's on there, I guess, because he has a lot of tattoos. So anyway, he's hosting Ink Master. And I think that's fun because I'm like, go back to good Charlotte every time he does something uh, silly. But uh, yeah, you know me. Fun. I love I my weird that. reality competition shows. Ink Master's crazy. I my First college roommate, and I used to watch it all the time. What's it on? What channel? What? what it's on like Spike, I think. Okay. But we watch it on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll watch an episode today, but I'm watching Ink Masters. Me, <laughs> the like clean skin. But no tatting. Like, oh my god. Um, my, What's yours? Oh, my. I have a couple that we have to just talk about. Perfect. Um, the first one is I'm a big Ryan Murphy fan. Yay! As like Taylor Swift, everything is different. Like, same themes, but everything is different. Yes. I read an article from Entertainment Weekly. On what? <laughs> on Entertainment Weekly. Oh, God. And he, um, it was an interview with John Stamos. What? Because you remember <laughs> when, John, when John Stamos was on Glee? And so that's yes. how he knew Ryan Murphy. And so he sure. interviewed him. And Ryan Murphy took him to lunch and was like, okay, John Stamos, my next project, I'm doing it in Stefan voice. <laughs> my next project is like Charlie's Angels, but it's three male prostitutes <laughs> and John Samus was like, I hope this is how Ryan Murphy speaks <laughs> John Samus was like bruh like, he bruh. Was like, he was like then I had to wait then I had to like wait through this breakfast because I was like not going to do that he was like, <laughs> and Ryan Murphy was like yeah so I want um, 
you to be like the leader of the like I want you to be the leader of male prostitutes. And then you like have a threesome with a husband oh. and a wife and you end up like saving their marriage. That's 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 the plot I of love the TV it. show. I love it. <laughs> like, God, what a so, weirdo. And so, but then um, John Samuels was like, now looking back on all Ryan Murphy's success, like that show probably would have been a hit. And That's I what I'm saying. Done it. And he's like, maybe I can still do it as like an older person. I like, probably could. But I, I just thought so. that was such a weird thing. Such a weird article it's that so I stumbled upon like, on the internet. Oh, speaking of stumble upon, do you remember that website? Oh, oh yeah. That website. Is that the one where you random websites? Yeah, it was, you would click a button and be like, stumble onto something else. Oh. And I just thought it was so... As talk some, about our weird culture that As someone that we who stumbles in. a lot, I, <laughs> I agree. Stumbling. Um, stumbling. Doing tripping. Stumbling. Just like Fergie stumbled across that national anthem. Never forget. But my, my, oh, no. my other one, okay, so Claire and I have a deep love for Sam Smith. Yay! Deep love for Sam Smith. So much love. Uh, I, we have a physical album that we got for purchasing special tickets to his, his concert. concert. One time on his last tour, Claire, um, I texted Claire like at five in the morning, and I was like, oh my God, Sam Smith tickets just dropped. They're really cheap, and no one's bought them yet. We could go to like the third row for like $200. Like in a stadium. She literally drove so fast to my house. She it was, was like at 6 a.m. Yeah, she was at my house by 6 a.m. My mom had... <laughs> And I like, I like had been scrolling like just on my phone like getting tickets. Like she was like, "Oh, I'll come over and get them." And I thought she would be like, I thought she like would a be, normal. And then I time. think I like fell asleep after I texted her. Yeah. And then I got, I, like, I, I got a text, and I was like, and from Claire, she's like, "I'm having coffee with your mom downstairs." I was literally downstairs <laughs> with Bill and your mom, and that's when I went, "Hey, Bill, nice to meet you again." He was like, "We've met." That was, I was that's like, my grandfather. Um, sorry, Bill. <laughs> But like that was Love just him. so random that you were in my house so I early in the morning, like already there. with my family <laughs> before I even like woke up. But then we bought the tickets and we were like, "Well, oh, they're so expensive." And my mom was like, "You guys never do anything fun." Yeah, she was like, "You guys need to live tickets. a little." My God. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and had the. It was the best concert of my life. It was so, it was good. so good. His voice is amazing. So good. It was we like love Sam Smith. We love Sam Smith. So anyway, then later, or we also have a theory. And this is controversial, and we love Sam Smith, but we're going to say this anyway. So, if you... Sam Smith... <laughs> we have a theory, and we made it... We made We it, manifested this on December 10th, 2018. 2000, yes, yeah, so this okay. is all the way back to 2018, so just wait for this rant. We chats, were at Pub Trivia. It shuts out. We were on... Our, tri, um, our trivia team name was Young Sean Penn. Young Sean Penn, because of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Fast, yeah, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and Old Sean Penn is creepy, and Young Sean Penn was cool, so that's why we were Young Mr. Sean Penn. Mr. Penn! Um, anyway. But then, we, so we manifested this one night at Trivia, because we had this thought, and I was like, I don't know which one of us came up with it, but I was like, we were like... Okay, Somehow so, we got here. So we looked at the... It was like right after we got the tickets. And so we looked at the like promotional photo for the oh concert. God. And I, we were like, whoa, Sam Smith kind of looks like if you put Eminem... Like the Marshall rapper, Mathers. Marshall Mathers, the rapper. And the green Eminem. Like the, the, something came up about Eminem's. <laughs> and it was like, which one? And it didn't matter because in the end... Sam Smith looks like if Eminem and the green Eminem had a child, and you would get Sam Smith. Yes, and Sam Smith is the love child of Marshall Mathers and the green M&M. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to post a picture on the Instagram because it's unreal, and I want a t-shirt with it on it, and I need more people behind this because we manifested this on December 10, 2018. Because last week, four years later, he dropped, they dropped their album, 
cover for their new album. Um, and we've talked about how much we love the Body Shop song. And that album's oh going to be Yeah, we love, but love he, everything. We, I, was, I texted Claire, I was like, oh, this is so cool. The album and the tour dates like are dropping. Like We want to go see them again. And then the album art came out. And it is Sam Smith. With a pearl with, earring. With, with a pearl earring. Dyed blonde, with curly slim, shady hair. hair. Slim, shady hair. Slim, shady hair Sam and a pearl Smith, earring. Yeah, Sam Smith, pearl earring, sh- slim, shady hair against a green background. I'm dead. the same color as the M&M. Yes. <laughs> like, like, literally, Sam Smith is love child of Marsha Mathers and the green M&M. Like, I literally can't. You are, I'm so glad you're bringing this up and that the public needs to know. Yep, so that's, as you put their faces together, you would get that, <laughs> that album artwork. And um, that's what we should put on a t-shirt. I bet he would. I bet he would wear it. I bet he would vibe with that. I feel like. I feel like it's a compliment. So funny. It is. They're both. They're both very. I mean, maybe I don't know. Features. I don't know how they feel about Eminem, like the rapper, because I know yeah. Eminem has been criticized for being homophobic. Oh but yeah. Okay, we're well, not going to get into that here. Um, he looks like that, though. But That's... it's just they—they're like the amalgamation. Of Eminem's. Well, yeah, so, so and, and Eminem is a powerful, smart man yeah, who's I like, I rap. mean, like super wonderful and like very intelligent and yeah. gives the best life to his daughter. And the green Eminem is a sex symbol. Why would you not want to be the two of those? So it seems with I'm really sorry if you don't like that, but like it's true about you whether you want it to be or not. So thank you. If you want to buy some merch of our um, Sam Smith. Yeah, heritage. we're gonna make uh, a bunch of merch anyway. Yeah, you should, we'll we'll wear, all wear them together. Maybe we should wear it to the concert. <laughs> people, <laughs> we poster. will show up in that, and people will be like, "What, what? the actual fuck are you guys doing here?" <laughs> but I do want to go to the concert again because I do love that song. That so good. So good. Oh yeah, I feel like backup and they're and backup just like really like vibing into their own. Like yeah. Sam Smith seems like they're having so much more fun now, and yeah. so I would love to see that concert again. Yeah. Good sparkling nonsense. nonsense. Oh, uh, so good. Which means it can only be time for the saddest vanilla. And we have some champagne problems. Um, yes, we do. But they're champagne cupcakes. Champagne so it's not cupcakes. really a problem. Oh, champagne, not problems. But I like. I don't want to waste the champagne on a cupcake. Hashtag <laughs> millennial you, things. You know that I love a champ moment. Which is what you use cheap champ. That you that gives yeah. you a tummy ache and put it in your cupcake instead. Okay. Then you're um, not wasting it. Yeah. Um, so this is from, I don't know, the first year blog something. I love when they introduce themselves. <laughs> it's not from Meppy. It's not from Chelsea's Meppy apron. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, Chelsea's messy apron. If you do have a champagne cupcake, I'd love to promote that one instead because we don't know Chelsea or her messy apron. <laughs> Mimsy. <laughs> but so we'll we'll link this somewhere. There's a whole section on this blog called "How to Make Champagne Cupcakes Taste Like Champagne." What a weird so taste test cool. that you that lick the batter out Anyway, they're very cute, um, and you know, so, spin your mirror ball and have these champagne problems. Make them at midnight. Make them at midnight and yep. have a 3 a.m. snack. Yep, perfect. Sparkle on. Uh, oh wait, the song of the week. Oh, my oh God. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. We should pick our favorite songs off the midnight album. We I know that's what I figured. Um, 
Mine is just, I gotta go with, even, I gotta go with snow on the beach. Uh, yeah, so, like, my instinct is to pick mastermind, but I do, I think it's, um, shoot. The archer? Oh. <laughs> shoots the bow and arrow. Help! Oh, so, also, the, like, vomiting glitter was really gross in that music video. <laughs> no, I gotta go with You're On Your Own Kid. I loved that song. Yeah, you are a John Green novel. <laughs> Speaking of John Green... I read, he had a YouTube video where he talked about how the anthropomorphism reviewed is like really hitting with older people, like senior citizens, and I was like that. Because he has an entire chapter about the Indy 500, like, (laughs) also, I will say, like, he does a whole um, chapter in that book about his favorite band, the Mountain Goats, and I love the Mountain Goats, so I do think that John Green and I are kindred spirits, so, and I'm an old person, so. You are. You are. That makes sense. But not Taylor. She's going to be forever young. No, she is forever young. She's forever the spirit of youth and joy. Yeah. Yep. We, love, we love Taylor. Yes. Light some sparklers for Taylor. She has very little she's, nonsense. Sounds like she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well. Oh, boy. All right. Sparkle on sparklers. Listen to the album. Bye.